You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to AfterBuzz, our Dallas After Show here. We are banging, and that's what we are doing here at good old AfterBuzz, here with my beautiful co-host, Kelly. Hello. Unfortunately, we're missing AJ tonight, and I'm so sorry for the delay, guys. I know you were fiending for some Dallas recaps, and uh, things just got a little crazy, but we're here tonight, and AJ will be back next week, so all will be restored. Yes, and we could not leave you hanging, so that's why we said we had to do it today. We could not go any further until we did this today. Yeah, and what a great episode. I understand why everybody's so, like, so anxious. I was anxious to talk about it. Love, love, loved it. Oh, it honestly, I last week's episode, of course, hands down, goes out down, is probably one of the best episodes, but this week's definitely did a great job. I mean, the episode 9, season 2, Ewing's Unite, and it opens up with Bobby and Christopher in a room and John Ross comes in and they're going over paperwork for JR's masterpiece, mm-hmm. actually. And as they're all sitting there talking, they're going over everything and then they decide, well, th- we, they have to go to the will reading. John Ross decides to stay behind and I think he just wanted to be by himself. That's what I was getting. And Emma walks in <laughs> And I, it was, it's funny because I was reading the comments on YouTube and everybody is like, Emma, John Ross, gross. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. And so I definitely want to know what everybody thought about this scene. So I'm going to say this early, but please go to iTunes and YouTube and rate yes. and comment and tell us because I have to say I'm sorry, but I didn't hate it. I didn't either. You know what, Emma? Go for yours. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. And I know people are not going to like what we have to say, <laughs> but we even liked it last week. I mean, it's different. It kind of shakes things up. I like to see this other side of Emma. She's going to kind of while out a little bit because she's been locked in this dungeon of a, you know, of a home with this crazy father, this manipulative grandmother slash mother. It's just been a, a gross kind of chaotic thing for her so now she's free and boy is she being free oh yeah she's free like a bird i'll tell you that much yeah <laughs> i, I, mean, I she's going it. for it so in the morning she gets up she you know does, handles her business with john ross and then she runs over to drew and is like let's have a date i know where you know i i like it because she's trying she's being the vixen with john ross mm-hmm and then with Drew, she's being very nice, girl next door, everything. But, you know, that's that's going to end because somebody's going to find something out. 
Oh, well, absolutely. Of course. This is Dallas. Yeah. Nothing, you know, she's not going to be able to play both sides of that for very long, whether it be, I mean, I, I doubt John Ross cares. Yes. But I think it's going to be more. And as we see, you know, her dad finds out. He's got somebody watching her and kind of spying on them to try to find out what's going on. So he finds out, and he absolutely is not having this relationship with Drew whatsoever. So he wants to, you know, sabotage Drew and the Ewings at the same time. So it's kind of two birds, one stone. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit, because, boy, does that get really... Crazy. Crazy. But I like, you know, I have to say, when Drew, we were first introduced to Drew's character, I think we were all a little skeptical, didn't know he was going to be a good guy, bad guy, and he's still kind of teetering on the edge of that. Yes. But I have to say, I think I kind of, I really like him now. He's growing on me. I like him. I'm becoming a Drew fan. I really like his character now. I do because I I think he wants to redeem himself. Mm -hmm. He is, the I would say, almost... He reminds me of the prodigal son, and it's in his own way. He's go, he's been gone. He comes back. He wants to do well. Mm-hmm. He wants to prove himself to his sister and to his mother, of course. And they with the Henderson Ranch, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But they leave. They go off to Ewing Energies for the will reading. Mm-hmm. With, oh, we're talking. Yeah, we're, we're yes, back to uh, yeah. We're Christopher we're, John Ross. Like yes. the family goes back for the the will reading, and of course, John Ross is late. He got held up a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, well you know. He but I like his do. face when yeah. he walks in. Everybody's looking at him like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and he's like, mm, uh, "You know." <laughs> it was pretty funny. So now at the will reading. JR, in JR's fashion, even from the grave, he bequeaths Bobby his entire collection of boots. <laughs> and he says, You should take care of these better than you took care of yours. Uh-huh. And I was wondering what that meant. That, I, because everything meant something. Because then he gave Gary his best bottle of scotch. And we know Gary's an alcoholic. <laughs> so I was like, Oh. <laughs> and then Christopher, he gave the, um, the bo- a book, mm-hmm. The Prince by Machiavelli, yes, which I loved, and it's a foreshadowing of what he wants to see Christopher become. Absolutely, which I find interesting because he wants almost like he wants Christopher to become him. That's what I was kind of getting, where he was like smart and sneaky. Well, I think he wants Christopher to become part of the family. Yes. And kind of live that. Because even though Bobby has always been the good guy, Bobby can't. Like, he he's he lets things slide. He always wants to be on the up and up. But if he has to, which we see throughout the episode this time, that he can be a little JR if he needs to be. He just doesn't overuse that power. Yes. And I and I, I liked it, to be honest. When, he gave, when I, I saw that that's what he gave him, I was like, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And. And that was also saying that he accepted Christopher. Yeah. Which and I was think nice. he I think he kind of always had. He just, you know, he's just always had to be that one to pick at you. Yeah. Always. And you always had to earn where your, your insecurity was. Mm-hmm. And as we knew last season, Christopher's was being adopted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every episode. Adopted, adopted, adopted. <laughs> and then he gave Anne his favorite dove gun, <laughs> which I loved, by the way, because it just goes to everything else that he has said about his sister-in-law. And Except if she's the reason why they're reading it. Yes, <laughs> exactly, which I thought was great, because that is total JR. Mm-hmm. And then Sue Ellen, and this made me actually tear up oh, a little bit. Me too. Uh, Sue Ellen, he gave his heart 
Mm-hmm. He's like the only woman I ever loved. Oh, I and I, I'm i telling you, we don't have tissues here today, so I can't <laughs> cry. And uh, half of the rights to the oil under South Fork. Which I thought was incredible. That, that was amazing. Very amazing. And then the other half goes to John Ross. Mm-hmm. And he says, you were the best son. And the best person I know. I know. And it's making me get yeah, teary right and now. It was getting a little pretty, choked up. It was very, very touching. But that's not it, kids. The kicker, which this I was thought awesome. was genius. Genius. Kudos, writers. Kudos. Yeah, bringing Miss Ellie back into the picture. Oh, this They really do such a great job of bringing all the characters, whether they are living or have gone on to better places, they bring them back. Miss Ellie leaves a letter and it says, basically, upon JR's death, she gave, upon his death, his son should not pay the price of his father's father's wrongdoings. So, even though Bobby had the whole ranch for the longest time, South Fork, now John Ross has she's bequeathed John Ross half a South Rock Fork? Mm-hmm. Wow, what a shocker! Yeah, and the look on John Ross's face was to die for. He was like, he could not believe it. He didn't see that coming. No, did not see that coming. And to me, almost in almost we're going to get into in just a few minutes when Bobby talks to John Ross about this also, which I thought was really great. Um, I wonder if now he's like, okay, maybe he's my dad was right. It is about family. That's what I'm wondering. Or if he's like, now I can take, now I can take off, take on my uncle and take him down. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things. Of course, me being Pollyanna and positive, <laughs> I'm hoping it's the first. <laughs> but and you know, true Dallas fashion, we'll see. Yes, but. I, you know, kind of going off on that, I think that might be interesting because now that Sue Ellen has a stake in that, as far as the yes. oil goes, it could be kind of interesting to see John Ross team up with the family and Sue Ellen be the one that pulls it apart. And, that you know, that could kind of be very because of now how everything's split and it's all divided and Bobby doesn't have the control that he had before. I know. And I think that's another thing that I'm going to find interesting because as much as we love Bobby and as he's a great guy and everything, I also think he's always had control. Well, he's still a Ewing and he's very power hungry just like JR was. Yes. And, you know, he was usually given it. He didn't really have to fight too hard for it. Yes. So it's going to be... It's going to be a great ride to kind of watch how this all unfolds. So now, all of this is now happening over at at the Ewing's Enterprises. While this is going on, over in Cliff Barn's world, Ryland and Cliff Barn are meeting, and they are conspiring to end the Ewing's. And Cliff tells Ryland, because Ryland's like, why am I going to do all this? And he goes, well, if you do this, I... I, What does he say? Oh, Cliff tells him he will help Ryland buy out the control of his under his mother. So he's going to buy out his mother so Rylan will not have his mother won't have any more control over him. Which and I could have just totally been lost and, and yeah. didn't get it, but I didn't realize that she did in the he, first place. I didn't I didn't know that either. So I don't 
and and guys, you'll have to <laughs> kind of remind me from the first season. But is this a new revelation? I don't remember ever knowing if the, his mother was in charge of him th- in that way. I don't ever remember that either. I always thought that he owned it. I thought. Right. And then he was just kind of emotionally messed up. But now it totally makes more sense. It does make so much more sense. Yeah, of why he's so crazy. Yes. Oh, so that, so this all happened. So now he's in. He, you know, now he's on board. He's ready to go to bat. They want to destroy this family, everything that they can do. And now he's got an extra push finding out about Emma and Drew. So now they're using Drew as the pawn to go and ruin the Ewings and all of that. So. Before we talk about that, let's get back to the, the we got the oil and the methane. Yes. So right now, be, um, Christopher finds out from Allison Jones that now that one <laughs> that one that um, now Barnes Global wants a piece of the action and they want to buy out this fleet and they've made a bigger offer. And what we learn from her when they're having this dinner is that she's a little, you know, which you had called it before, that total attraction thing. And she was really, she was wanting some action from Christopher and he refused her and she just was not happy about it. And basically was leading on to say, well, if you do this, I'll give you this. But if you don't, then Cliff Barnes is pretty much going to get what he wants. And you, our deal is off. Yeah, and, it, the, and oh, and then she told him that he needed to have the rig ready in a week. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. said it couldn't be ready in a week. And she said, well, you better get it ready in a week. Like, there was, she was no joke about it. No, and, she didn't, you know, he didn't give it up. So she's going to make it as hard as she can for him. Yeah, so then, of course, Christopher goes to Bobby. And he's also told John Ross at this point, too. Because right now, Christopher and John Ross are getting along fabulously. And I love him every moment of it and we know it's not going to last forever and so he goes and tells Bobby you know what's going on Bobby brings John Ross into the office and sits both of them down and tells him it's time to turn the oil back on at South Fork Mm -hmm. Christopher is not all too happy Mm -hmm. about the whole thing but he Bobby was right you know he said we got to do this This, we're fighting somebody who's not going to fight Fair. Not only fair, but he's got a multi-billion dollar company, which Ewing Energies at this point is not. So yeah. they need, and he was right, they need all the money that they can get, so they have to be smart about it. And the thing that was so great is that Bobby tells them both, if we're going to do this, we have to stick together if it's going to work. Yeah, if we're going to survive. Yeah, and his conversation with John Ross is basically, I, I, you know, you have half the land, I don't like it, I don't get it, but there's nothing I can do about it, so I hope... You you know oh, oh no he says that Jr was always his excuse was that he was you know ripped of his birthright yes and he tells him you don't have that excuse which I loved mm-hmm. I I love I love Bobby like this I've always loved Bobby but I love Bobby like this because he told him well you can't you have no excuse and that's when he was saying it's about family he's mm-hmm. telling him. Whatever I feel about this, now you can't say, oh, because of this or because of that, because now you have what you wanted. You got what you wanted. Mm -hmm. And then Bobby also says, since JR is dead, they need to find their own inner junkyard dog. Yes. And I see him look just at John Ross. (laughs) Little did he know that his son might be the junkyard dog (laughs) in his own way. I think they all have a little bit of it in them. Yeah. They do. And we see it all come out. And to be honest, 
sometimes it's so not fair when the like what Allison is doing and the you know the blackmailing and they had a deal and you try to always be on the up and up and not everybody is and Christopher really is in a crappy place. He yes. was doing everything the right way. He was excited that methane was working. He survived the first sabotage from John Ross and he was really getting somewhere and super excited and because this chick has her own agendas she rips it out from underneath him and goes back on her word and it's that situation where you can't really trust anyone so what else do you do and the reason she goes back on her word is because cliff barnes has told her that he will he'll pay for her political aspirations yeah yeah, he's Mm -hmm. gonna bankroll her so who wouldn't want to go the route of Cliff Barnes if you found out someone's going to bankroll you? Exactly. And it's it just goes to show, you know, where her loyalties lie, what her agenda really is, and kind of the direction that she's going. And Christopher, it, it, it's one of those things where you either play the game or you sit out. Because if you're going to have people like that that are constantly rolling over, I mean, what do you do? You can't... You, it's kind of like you have to fight fire with fire sometimes. And it's not always the best solution, and it's terrible. But unfortunately, in business, sometimes you kind of have to. Yep. And JR understood that. He took it to a whole other level <laughs> and didn't necessarily was, need to go that far. That's why he was brilliant at it. Right. But he under, he understood that. And even Bobby admits yes. that with all the bad, it was for a reason sometimes. Yes. Because JR most of the time he did what JR wanted to do and he did for himself but then there was those those other times that he really did do for his family mm-hmm. and that was something we've always kind of knew but at the end of the day it was for Ewing because he was a Ewing right and it holds so much you know land. so John Ross goes to Allison <laughs> in his very John Rossy way. <laughs> he has that look about him. You notice that? Like, even when he looks at a woman, it's like, you know. Yeah, it's just like quite... a total look. I can get you to do anything I want you to do. All I have to do is give you my smoldering look. And that raise <laughs> of the eyebrow. Yes. And you know what? It works because I'm okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> now, did, am I the, did, did we already know this, that he has two different colored eyes? Or am I the only one that just noticed that this episode? I just noticed it, too. It's one green and one blue, right? I think so, yeah. Yes. Because it does look like that. It looks like that on the show. And okay, I didn't know if it was a is, common but... fact. But it was the first time I noticed it. I was I like, did, wow. I dated a guy once who had one green and one blue eye. Pretty awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. (laughs) Enough about our lives. Back to Dallas. (laughs) So what happens is that now John Ross and Miss Allison Jones find themselves in a very um, precarious situation, I guess. She's not precarious. I mean, they're having a good time. And you find John Ross out on the balcony. So genius. I didn't think anything until I saw it, by the way. (laughs) And so he's out there, and then she goes out there, and, you know, she grabs his butt, as as any good cougar would do. (laughs) Exactly. And... You see, and there's Bum. I love Bum. You see Bum, and he's taking pictures, everything. And then, what is he? Oh, he calls Christopher. I loved this part, actually. He calls Christopher and says, John Ross says, welcome to the dark side. (laughs) I was like, that's brilliant. Because it's true. It's true. You... If you're going to be successful and you're a part of this family, there's sometimes there are things that you're going to have to do that you might not like, but 
you got to do them. And this was, I guess, his foray into it. His first foray into it. Well, especially because he, and we've talked about this before, he stands so much on this soapbox that he preaches about this and that. And, you know, he gets back into it and has to kind of not necessarily stoop all the way to that level, but pretty close. Yeah, and when and you're fighting for your family, and you're, you know, sometimes there's a sucker punch that needs to be thrown. It just brings the point. Do you let the bad guys win that are going to be sneaky and conniving and blackmailing and do all of that because you want to be the better person or the bigger person and have this inner peace? Yes. Or do you fight back the way, you know, with some dirty tricks of your own? What do you do? And that's kind of the epitome of this family and that's the Bobby and JR. Do you try to stay the straight and narrow or do you go in the bad way? Bobby never really had to be bad because JR always did it for him. Exactly. And when the only time really Bobby was ever bad was towards JR. Mm-hmm. And they, that is Standing so up for himself the way yeah. that he felt that he exactly. needed to. And so... I but and when I when he said welcome to the dark side I understood what he said but on the same sense Allison Jones was had her own agenda mm-hmm. so she was she deserved everything she got oh absolutely so, she's married to a senator exactly By a way, family value senator isn't it always those the ones that claim is. to be family they're the ones sleeping with hookers and uh, all you know all they're in a black boot somewhere <laughs> it's true it's so true terrible so now after you know they have their trip. John Ross goes back to his place of abode, his home, Mm -hmm. and here comes Pamela, Mm -hmm. and she goes to check on him, and I thought it was so sweet and endearing, and you got to see, once again, another side of John Ross, and a side, I like Pamela and Rebecca, I mean Pamela, sorry, Mm -hmm. Pamela and John Ross together, and I really do hope at some point they can be something more than just this back and forth. Right. Well, and before that, he was pretty harsh with her in the beginning because yes. when they are at I UN love Energy, that, that by was the way. one of the best scenes yes. I've seen in a long time. The banter between the three of them, it's I brilliant. mean, Christopher and John Ross had it down pat. It was a great scene to watch when she comes in giving John Ross some papers about a new oil rig or something mm-hmm. and they start bring up Cliff Barnes trying to take this fleet and take over and she genuinely doesn't know what they're talking about. But they and don't believe her because no. she's never really given them much to really go on. No. And John Ross basically says, you know, you know her, you know, liars better than anybody. And I love Christopher says, I'm not the only one she played. <laughs> and, Chris, and John Ross responds, ouch. <laughs> and then he goes, have the uh, the secret. Have, like reception will validate you know, your party. You know, it's better yet. You're ready. You can pay for it yourself. I was like, brilliant. These and I just loved how they were going back and forth with each other, and mm-hmm. that's why I was like, oh, saying like, no, this can't last. And I, you know, and it was cute to see them on the same team. Yeah, and how they really, it's just, and you can just tell they just really like each other. And mm-hmm. if they didn't have all of this, you know, what they were fighting for, mm-hmm. and they're. I don't know what would, they wouldn't like each other again. That's the sad part. I really think they do like each other. I think they do. Absolutely. They just But their parents have done this to them. And they're both spoiled in different ways and yes. it's kind of my way or the highway and when you have two people doing that, it's just going to knock heads. So what are you going to do? One somebody's got to give in. There has to be a happy medium and neither one of them really want to do it right now. I mean, it, it's nice to see them put all of that aside right now, but we'll see. It can't last forever. It no. wouldn't be a good show if it did. No, no. <laughs> so let's talk about Drew going to Bobby. 
Yes. Yes, because that's that's a that's a big thing that just happened. So Drew goes to Bobby and tells Bobby that he wants his land, his you know the land that his father worked for, the Henderson Ranch, mm-hmm. and. He's and Bobby's like I don't know how I feel about this. I don't think this is a good idea. This is a big undertaking. I watched your dad basically die doing this. Yes, I, I care about you and your family. I don't want that same thing to happen. Yeah, in walks Elena, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, no, I'm I'm going to help him with this. I'm here to." And then all of a sudden, Bobby's like, "Okay." If you guys are sure, all right. It's yours, you know. And then um, I thought it was really cute with Drew, giving him the big old hug and everything. And it's that's where you root for Drew. Mm -hmm. You want him to do well. And you want that family to do great because he really does love his sister. And he really wants to do right by his father, even though his father isn't here. And he feels a lot of guilt for that. He feels like he's responsible, so he has to make it better, which I think yes. is a big reason why he's kind of gone down the wrong path. And he's trying to get himself out of it. But now, with this whole Ryland and um, Cliff Barnes situation and him getting mixed up with Emma, it just gets in deeper because now the person he was driving the truck for wants him to do another job and basically says, you know, you cost us a a shipment so now you have to make up for it and if you don't we're going to kill your sister and we find out that in the military he was a bomb maker I don't know but somehow for me and this must be my twisted mind but he just got like 10 times hotter when I found that out (laughs) (laughs) that in an accent that's it for me I was like wow that's pretty hot if you can like assemble and uh, disassemble bombs (laughs) that is kind of hot that is hot don't get me wrong it's terrible what they asked him to do. They want him to put a bomb on Christopher's rig and sabotage yeah. the whole thing. And the guy assures him nobody's going to get hurt. It's going to be afterward between shifts. You're you're not there. Nobody's going to know. It's not going to ever come back to you. And then you know we cut to um, Christopher approaches Allison with these photos and basically tells her you're going to give me my shot because she even offers. She gets freaks out about these photos. It's going to ruin her life, her yeah. husband's life, everything. So it's she can't have that happen. So she even offers to just push this deal through. And Christopher, being Christopher, he says, "No, give me my shot. As soon as they see what I can do, they're gonna. That's all they're gonna need. I don't need you to do that for me." Yeah. I, he still is adamant about getting this on his own, which I think is very admirable of him. And he believes in what he's doing that much. And that's that's where you love Christopher, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't feel he feels what he's done and how hard he's worked, worked is going to show. And he doesn't want anyone just to do him and push something through. And I really appreciate that. About I do, him. too. Basically, his in his mind, the blackmail was basically I want to set things right for what the bad you were doing. Yes. I just I'm going to look, look, I'm not going to let you get away with what you were doing. So just stop it. Stop it. Let's get it together. Give me the shot that you promised you were going to give me. That's all I want. Yes. And so Drew makes his bomb. He does. And a little hesitantly. uh, Yeah, he does this hesitantly. But what got me is he so easily got on the rig. There's no security. There's well, there were the guys walking. Yeah. I mean, but it's in the middle of the water. Yeah, so they're not thinking anybody's going to. 
I don't know, but there's pirates. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was um, a little easy, but it was the same as yeah, them sabotaging the car. It was really it was, easy. Yeah, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he plants that. Now, Christopher, before all of this happened, he's sitting in his bedroom drinking a scotch and... Early in the morning. Yeah, and Elena comes in. She's like, what is this all about? And he tells her about his success, mm-hmm. but then tells her the whole story. And this is what got me mad about Elena once again. I'm sorry. Sometimes she just makes me really mad. But she he and then she's like, I can't believe you did that. Da, da, da. And now I'm gonna go work with my brother and make the and we're gonna do the Henderson ranch and it's gonna be successful. What? Well, okay. Okay. This Correct me if I'm me. wrong. No, the the line that she said, This is why I wanted out of the company. Did you? Did, or did you get no. pushed out? Yeah. Did no. you really want out of the company? No, because you lost your shares. You didn't you got pushed out. You not even pushed, honey. You got kicked. She didn't necessarily to the curb. she didn't lose a job. She just got kicked out of power. Yeah. So she just quit altogether. But yeah. now to say this is why I left the company, you didn't really have a choice. No, no, no. And remember when Drew went to her the first time about the Henderson mm. Henderson ranch? She wasn't even too thrilled on that. No, he had to basically beg her and convince her with his like checking the land doing the tests and all of those things yeah because she goes I love you but I'm gonna do this and then he looks at her and goes I love you and I was like ooh what was because that said uh-huh. so much right there and then like cut to scene and then now you know you see Gary and Sue Ellen yes. which is which was pretty huge and I like that Gary went to her and as anybody who is an alcoholic and, and is recovering they want to help each other out. It really is something that is. So he goes and he's like, I'm here for you. I want to take care, you know, not take care of you, but I'm here for you. And she's not having it. No, she's back into the first stage of, of the whole disease anyway, denial. She's yes. fine. She doesn't need anything. She doesn't now, have a problem. She just wants him out of her face. And she is mean. And she admits, I was trying to play you, but now I don't need you. So you can go. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what she did. And I was like, wow. I mean, and at first, and we had talked about this right before it started, I thought she was just being honest. <laughs> I was like, so no. Ellen's just being honest. No, she's not. Because she, then she calls Valine to come, come and get your husband so he can leave me alone to drink in peace. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. So Valine and Charlene Tilton, uh-huh. one of our favorites. I know. She shows up. Shows up and you think it's going to be. I was excited for it because I thought it was going to be a nice reunion because you know when Gary came back, he was sad about his marriage, thought he had lost you know her forever, yeah. and he is not happy to see her. It's kind of a what are you doing here? <sighs> and I love love her confrontation with Sue Ellen. Yes, that was great. You th- you did. I was like, it's on the screen right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> As, but, we're, yeah. as we're talking as about it, she tells her, "Well, you did this because you want to want to ruin." Yeah, you're evil, and yes. you are getting more like Jr. every day, or even worse than he was, or something like that. Meanwhile, I'm like, "No, she's not. She just wants to see you guys back together because you really guys really love each other, and she just lost <laughs> Jr." But I'm totally forgetting that she is drinking again. Yes. I totally forgot about that part. As soon as she kicks Gary out, she closes the blinds and has a drink. Like, any good person with a problem. So, I was just like, But then, 
as Gary comes back and confronts her and says, this is not going to work. I get what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And she comes back with this speech about you don't realize what you've lost till it's really gone. And I don't want you to end up like me and JR. Yes. So you basically, you need to go back, take back your wife if that's what you want, and appreciate the time that you have because when it's gone, it's gone. And that's, once again, where I was like, you know what, that's the truth. Whether she did it to be conniving or anything, mm-hmm. that was the truth. And she's hurting. She really is hurting. The Hence love, the reason why she's drinking. Yeah, because she. I don't think she would be drinking any other way. She's drinking because the love of her life is gone. How is she going to go on? And and that's where I was like, oh, Valeen and Gary, she just wants to see them back together. At least somebody's going to have a shot at love. Mm-hmm. Once again. I mean, and I don't know. And maybe part of her does. Part yes. of her doesn't. You know, the, the I think a bigger part wants him just out of her hair. And another part really does. Well, I think she really does believe what she said. Yes. Now, whether she really believes it for the two of them and that was her intention is who knows. But... At the end of the day, she is. She's sad. She's trying to figure things out. And her grieving is making her come across more like JR. Yeah. It very, it's it bringing is, out yeah. that little bit of an evil streak in her. And she does have it. And I do like it. I really do mm-hmm. like it. But I also still like Miss Texas. Mm-hmm. The, and I, I like the three parts of Sue Ellen. She has three parts to her. She has, still has Miss Texas. She still has this strong woman mm-hmm. which i love that i love nothing more than seeing a strong woman who has come back from everything mm-hmm. and then she's now developing jr i mean you've what you've been with jr for over 30 years you're you always take on traits mm-hmm. of the other person that you've been around for decades absolutely you know jr never took on any of Sue Ellen's traits which he probably should have <laughs> But she's taking on some of his traits because she feels like he needs to live on somehow. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm getting from it. And it absolutely could be. It really could have something to do with that, which is going to be... I'm just so excited to see how this is all going to stretch out and how they're going to make this work for the rest of the season without JR. And I think, as we heard at the Paley Fest, is JR will always be around in yes. some form or fashion, whether he's there or not, the way Miss Ellie is, yes. the way that Jacques is, and, and all of that. He'll still be around because the, he has to be. Yeah, he de- yeah because you can't do this show without him. And once again, as we said at the beginning of the show, the people who did the reboot for this were so great mm-hmm. to paying homage to everyone that was on the sh- who th- came before them. Absolutely. And I like how Bobby references him. I think it's so funny that he says, all right, let's get going. Let's do what JR wants. Otherwise, he's going to give us nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> he will. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Just, and I think that's part of his grieving is he has mm-hmm. to kind of make a joke about it and has to make sure that make him feel like he's actually still there and has power to do those things because it's it's better to feel like the person's still around than then to be to completely actually gone. acknowledge that they're actually gone. Exactly. So I feel JR will always be there for a very long mm-hmm. time. So now let's go to Creepy Town. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love them. Love love Judith and Rylan. <laughs> so 
crazy <laughs> creepy. I can't even deal with it. Well, Rylan's got a, you know, he's got a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He is being a disobedient child right now, and his mama is not having it. She, no, she is not. <laughs> she tells, okay, so she tells him she's going back to London because mm-hmm. she feels that he doesn't want her around. And it hurts too much to yes. witness it. So then she says she's going back to London, she's, and he's like, oh, okay, pretty much. Yeah. And she goes, I'm so sorry. It's just so creepy and great at the same time. <laughs> when she gets back there, she's freezing all his assets and removing him from the head of the company. Because now he is dead to her. Yeah, since she is since she is the head of the family. Yeah. He doesn't exist. No, he doesn't exist. I was like, <gasps> oh, Because he would my. not. Apo- this is what happens when you want to throw a temper tantrum and you don't apologize to your mom. She's going to take everything away from you. It is. And boy, did she. What a punishment that was. I wow. was sent to my room. I didn't have all my assets taken away from me. <laughs> but she says, you'll bounce back. You'll be fine. He's like, what? what She's like, oh, yeah, I'm taking about- all your money. Sorry. Yeah, you're you're gonna have nothing. And meanwhile, in his head, he's like, "I gotta take down the Ewings. How am I gonna do this if I don't have any money? And I'm not part of a company now. I'm nothing." Exactly. Cliff Barnes ain't gonna help me now. And what happens? Of course, they're at the top of the stairs. She goes to movies. Like you're not going anywhere, and basically pushes her down the stairs. But it made me very upset, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> not for the reasons why you shouldn't push your mom down the stairs because you shouldn't. Okay. My point being is that. She needs to be around I much know, longer. We cannot her lose character Judith. is amazing. They cannot get rid of her this soon. No, no they she's got to get up, go to the hospital. Yeah, she has to no. recover. I cannot lose. No, Judith. we cannot lose her because she <laughs> is such a great add-on to this show. Mm-hmm. We cannot lose her. Oh, I, 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 my heart broke. I was like, you cannot get rid of her. No, she cannot die. No, no. no. Get rid of someone else. I don't care. Her neck is not broken. No. I, I, it's not. I think it's a concussion. She's just going to have a little bleeding in the brain. I think that's all it's going to be. <laughs> and then she's going to wake up and then she's going to be like, oh, this is what you think you're going to do. And she's going to help the Ewings when that it gets would down. Be awesome. to, oh, wait, that's my prediction. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, sorry to move ahead on that one. We're not a prediction yet. But when I saw that, I was just like, <gasps> no, we cannot. What a horrible no child. I know. Meanwhile, we're talking about a guy who's probably like 55. <laughs> but she treats him like he's four. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you understand why he treats his daughter the way he treats his Absolutely. daughter. Because that's the way he, you know, that's the only thing, only way he knows how to be mm-hmm. treated. You just go on and do the same. So now we're left with that cliffhanger. What's going to happen next week? Is she alive? Is she gone? I mean, what's the situation there? So I, I'm. Uh, I don't it's know. Crazy. Or is he even going to call the hospital? I know. Is he, he going to try to get her help? and get help? Because we don't know. It's just kind of he was just looking at her, Mama. <laughs> yeah, he better he better help her because we can. Um, once again, we cannot lose her. I would be. I'm going to be very sad if if she's gone. This is my plea to everyone over at the Dallas yeah. family. We cannot lose her. No, 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 no. So now. All right, so let's go back to the rig and the biggest yes. part. And another sad, disgusting family moment for... So, you know what? Cliff Barnes. Push yes. him down the stairs. Push him down the stairs. I'm okay with it. Don't call the don't call the ambulance. Don't put him in no, the hospital. Just I mean, let him go. After this decision that he made tonight, I, I mean, he is bad, but I mean, come on. I never thought he would be this bad. No, absolutely not. So they're on the rig. They're showing the board of directors for this fleet how everything's working, how it's going to 
go and he's Christopher's basically locking in the deal and everybody's there. It's Bobby, it's Anne, yep. Pamela, John Ross, everybody's there. And there is Ryland's counterpart outside in the truck. We know that Drew had left the bomb there with a remote detonator. So he's got the remote and he's looking, he's watching everybody on the screen waiting for people to leave and he sees mm-hmm. Pamela and he sees that she's pregnant. So he calls Cliff Barnes. It's like, you know, I was told to call you if there's a problem. Your daughter's on the rig. And Cliff is basically, okay, well, if if we need witnesses and if she's not going to leave on her own, just do it anyway. So he they blow up the rig with Pamela, pregnant Pamela on it. At her father's command. And here's the thing. His cohort, I'm, I'm going to call him the cohort. Yeah. Because I can't remember his name, and I'm really sorry, everybody. I he asks, asks him, too, your daughter is on this rig. And reiterate. She is pregnant. Are you sure you want to do this? And he just hangs up. And I was like, what kind of man does that? What kind? You know what? He's not a man. That's why. Because no father would ever let that go down. I don't even think JR would have done no, that. No, JR. Absolutely he, not. He's done a lot of things, but he's always said family comes yeah. first. So, and that he just goes to show blow up his kid. how dark and how much this grudge that Cliff Barnes has against the Ewings mm-hmm. goes. It goes f- more than his family. It's bigger than his family. And that's the sad part. That's and you used your daughter, by the way, and those children that are inside of her. You used her to get into that family, and everything that you've done that just goes to show right there that you never really loved your daughter. I can't wait till they find out she finds out that it was actually him who did it. Oh, I can't wait for that either because that's going to happen. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that's where we are at, kids. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it's, it's just it's crazy. I'm so excited for next week. I cannot wait to see what happens. So I mean, so that's it. I gave you my predictions, but I also have <laughs> another prediction. Well, let's do some. Well, let's do predictions now. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go to predictions, and I'm gonna let you go now, first, Kelly, since I gave mine before. Okay. Okay, so I'm. You know, I kind of think that this explosion may be the way out for Pamela to be pregnant. I think the baby. I think we may lose the babies. Oh, I don't want to hear that. I, but I think you. There could you be. You know, I think that her as a mother kind of is going to get in the way. You know, for me, mm-hmm. as, as nice as that would be, she's not in a family situation, and I just maybe it's not what's going to happen. It's kind of as horrible as as it is. It's kind of where I would like to see the story go. Mm-hmm. Is is that? Not that I ever want anyone to lose children or anything yeah. like that, but you know what I mean? Just for everything that's going on, it's probably safer for it to happen now. Well, yeah. Then later to have, you know, more kids kind of going through all of this thing. And I never really saw her come to fruition with those kids. Like, I never I really saw that. that. And I think even back in you know, last season and when we did predictions and stuff, I just, I don't see those kids actually being born. I just don't. And maybe I'm mm. wrong. I don't know. But I, it opens up a whole nother line if 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 she doesn't. I mean, that could lead to a, a more intense relationship with John Ross and her coming back and fighting her father and all these different things. So I'm going to be very curious to see how that's going to play out. As horrible as that's going to be, I wonder if, you know, this may be it for the kids. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how that's going to go. But I honestly think Drew... I think he's going to break because I don't he Drew doesn't know that his sister's on the rig. 
No. He doesn't think he doesn't anyone's think, right. on the rig. So once he finds this out, there's two ways this can go. He's going to break and he's going to tell the Ewings what happened. Or he's going to keep him to himself, and then he's going to go down a, di- a downward spiral. Yeah. And he's just going to sabotage everything that could be good for him, which is really going to break my heart, because he is someone who really wants good, you want good things to happen for. Or he could get crazy, and a sniper comes out, and he just takes out Ryland. Oh, that would be awesome. Nobody pushes someone's mother down the stairs. That's true. Maybe he takes out Ryland and that guy that, you know, threatened his sister. Maybe he just goes nuts and does that. Problem solved. Well, I don't think we're going to lose Ryland anytime soon. But. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either. I, I do love Mitch Malegi. But, guys, thank you once again for joining us here at After Buzz and listening to us. And for Dallas Season 2, Episode 9, Ewings Unite. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next week. Where can we find you? Oh, you can find. Oh, I always. I know. You can find me on Twitter at Lula Cherry Films. Kelly, where can you find you? Uh, you can find me at Kelly with an I E O seven nine. And make sure to go to iTunes and um, YouTube and download our shows. They're free and rate and comment. And thank you once again, everybody. You guys have been great with the iTunes comments and the YouTube comments, and we do comment back. Thank and you. we'll try not to be late next time. Yes, I swear. <laughs> and it honestly, it won't happen again. We just, all three of us had something that yeah. was very important that we had to do yesterday and could not get out of. And AJ, I think we'll be back next week, so we'll be all yes. good. Bye, guys. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. <laughs> AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 